Oh yeah. I'm I'm having issues. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's your boy, the one and only A Switch. AKA who keep fucking putting these damn <laughs> I can't even make it. I can't even get nothing. Who keep putting these Vaseline on my knees, aka um, the Komake Tiger Dropper? Oh, uh, Dropper, excuse me, aka the motherfucking Honey Bun Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Uncontested social distancing champion, aka the Nicola Master, bringing you yet another episode of Switches Sights, episode 128. 128. Um, oh shit, I'm glad I started this right before midnight. <laughs> Um, today's date, uh, well, it was November 4th, uh, now November 5th, uh, just as I start, I was like, let me, let me just start recording before midnight. So, um, I am a little bit late for my, uh, you know, standard expected recording time, uh, due to, uh, watching Eternals. Um, I saw the, uh, I didn't know it was that long. Actually, it felt longer than it. I got to think the movie started like around eight and then stopped or was done by like 1030. Then again, I was staying for the credits, the after credits and all that stuff. But we'll talk about that later uh, in this show. But uh, for those that don't know, Switch of Sites podcast is a video game solo podcast hosted by yours truly. Um, where I talk about just that, um, well, damn, I think I covered everything. I believe I covered everything. I think I did. Yeah. Um, shoot world wise. Um, nothing I can really remember nothing that's notable, I guess, but, um, pretty interesting deets either way. Um, oh yeah, I guess, uh, some pretty, pretty cool news. Um, <laughs> I thought, uh, for the game awards, I'm actually, uh, going, I think, uh, that I believe they're only inviting certain people I'm guessing. Uh, and sure enough, your boy got invited. So, um, looking forward to celebrating gaming and all that good stuff. And, oh man, that, that, that shouldn't have won game of the year <laughs> as I'm talking to myself at this show. <laughs> Who is he talking to? Let me stop. Um, well, what else? Yeah. At least, uh, gaming, gaming wise, uh, some interesting deets, some details uh, that I think will make for a pretty interesting show 
today. Um, so, without further ado, let's stop the dilly-dallying and get right into it. Um, and let me make sure I get my codes. Make sure I get my codes. Over. Let's see. Red Dead Redemption. I gotta do it. Red Dead Redemption. You gotta put that southern drawl in it. You got to. It's 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 necessary. Um Red Dead Redemption 2 coming into the rumor mill. Actually not two, but Red Dead Redemption. Um uh supposedly is going to be remastered. Um, this is a via games radar that, uh, apparently red dead redemption is, uh, in development, uh, a, a remaster of red dead redemption, mind you. Um, technically you can still play it, um, on, uh, the Xbox series, uh, consoles. Um, I think they, they, uh, upgraded it to 4k resolution uh, or upscaled it, uh, to that resolution with their very, uh, magical, mythical, <laughs> mythical, uh, backwards compatibility. So, um, that is pretty dope. I have to say I've not, I don't think I no. I have never, uh, messed with it. I think I was, <laughs> I was so drained from playing two cause man, two is heavy in a lot of ways. Let me tell you. I think that game is like, at least for me personally, this was like 90 hours, but God damn it. It was a good ass 90 hours. So let me, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you a story. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it was, I think it's inevitable that we were going to get a, uh, a remaster. Um, cause let's see red dead redemption one came out in 2011. Technically would this would be the 10 year anniversary of it this year. I'm not sure when it did. Let's uh, do some fact checking, see when it actually came out. I believe it was like, I think it's June ish or in the summer. I recall. I want to say, I want to say. Uh, May 18th, 2010. Oh, excuse me. Okay. So I was off <laughs> by year. So either way, um, it definitely makes sense. And it seems like, especially considering the recent, uh, news about the grand theft auto, grand theft auto trilogy. Uh, it seems like only a matter of time that it's going to get re, uh, it was going to get remade. So, um, especially considering that two is a prequel to one, um, I think it makes sense. Um, I'm, I'd be, I'd play it. Uh, I guess it would depend. Ah, no, it's been a good while. Yeah. If they, uh, you know, put a, put a nice slab of paint on it, maybe add it kind of brought the, um, the engine from red dead redemption two and maybe, 
uh, revved it up a bit, added some extra content missions, maybe, uh, added some additional continuity, uh, with the prequel. Um, yeah, I definitely, I definitely play it again. Revisit, revisit the man. That was man. Now I'm reflecting on it. That, yeah, the original Red Dead Redemption was uh man. That was it was a ride, a very good ride. I, I'd say for sure. Oh, let's let's not forget about the multiplayer. Try the best, uh, one of the best multiplayer games, uh, Rockstar has made. Um, wasn't a big fan of of uh, two's multiplayer. I mean. It's it's a shame they got rid of uh I, I'm it's been a while since I played it uh since its initial release I know they added a lot of content and stuff but uh I've not I've not gotten a chance to uh dabble in it um but yeah man my my biggest gripe with Red Dead Redemption's multiplayer is that like I think one they took out traditional multiplayer. Uh, I think they made it, I don't know the word to describe it, but basically I, 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 something bothers me that they, uh, totally like took out the standoff system. Um, it was something that was totally unique to Red Dead Redemption and just made sense considering like, you know, the reference material that they're going off of. Like you start the game, everybody's aiming at each other and you know, last person standing wins. And I think that just the initial chaos um, starting off a match, I think was pretty dope. And uh, that, that's definitely a, a pretty big factor. What kept me um, engaged in the game for however long it was. I can't even, I played, yeah, I played the multiplayer for a good while, especially with friends and stuff. It's, it's a good time, man. It was a really good time. So that would be dope if they include multiplayer. Um, it seems like the running theme is that they don't, they do not keep multiplayer, um, with, you know, remasters, but hopefully they'll make an exception. Uh, not a more I think about it. They'll probably try to push you towards the red dead redemption to multiplayer. And who knows, maybe they might add, uh, you know, the standoffs back. That's probably my biggest gripe. Cause that was like one of the best unique, um, features of uh, red dead redemption that just made it a fun ass time. Just, yeah, man, just, ugh. it's a shame. It's a shame. Yeah. They probably will bundle since I know red dead redemption two's multiplayer is technically standalone. You could buy it, uh, on its own without, uh, getting the main game. I think at least for PC, I believe, uh, for console is different. You have to get either or I want to say, but they could probably, you know, just keep the same consistent multiplayer for Red Dead Redemption two and just tackle us, you know, um, bundle it with, um, the, this, this, <laughs> at least if true remaster of a uh, Red Dead Redemption one. But I mean, if, uh, I guess not really a spoiler for Red Dead Redemption two, but, um, in terms of the map of, uh, of, of the game, you literally can explore, I think literally 
literally uh, all of Resident Resident Evil or Red Dead Redemption One's locations on uh, within Red Dead Redemption Two. So it seems like the they already had the the groundwork there. I know previously there were rumors way back. I think pretty much when Red Dead Redemption Two came out that uh you know considering you can explore pretty much literally Red Dead Redemption one within two. I think there maybe was missing uh, a, a particular map or something, but like a good amount of the first game um, in terms of location was within two. But um, at least people were, were uh, um, you know, suspecting that maybe DLC for Red Dead Redemption one would be added or technically they would like add Red Dead Re- Red Dead Redemption one as um, DLC. So technically Red Dead Redemption one as a DLC within two, if that makes sense, which I totally be, would have been down for that as well. But seems like we get in a straight old uh, remaster. So I'm not even going to hold you. Uh, I said it before. I'll say it again. Sign me up. Sign me up for that. John Marston. I'm ready to ready to uh, get on the saddle with you. Ready to get on the saddle with you, buddy. Until the very end. <laughs> I'm ready to get on the saddle with you, buddy. Until the very end. You know this. On uh, not 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 no broke back mountain stuff. Which is totally cool and acceptable. Don't don't get it twisted. Um <laughs> so yeah, man. A matter of time. Um I'm interested though, for sure. For sure. Moving on. Oh, Modern Warfare 2. Oh, you say those words every, every, <laughs> uh, I, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna hold y'all. Just, just got slightly, slightly erect. That's all. I'm, I just heard the words. I'm just saying, just mildly aroused. Um, but, <laughs> um, so, Still, still keeping that rumor train going. <laughs> Gee, <Gee-gee. laughs> um, Modern Warfare Two. Uh, basically, there's a big, big leak from a, a reputable uh, leaker, uh, Ralph's Valve on Twitter, who uh, had some pretty uh, bold ass, uh, um, you know, well, rumors specifically regarding um, Modern Warfare 2, which I'm assuming they wouldn't. Maybe they would. I think they've technically done done that. This was technically done before. Well, in terms of, you know, companies actually being bold enough to rename, uh, keep the same name of a game they've already previously made. Since for those that may not know, Modern Warfare 2 already existed on the 360 and PS3 back in the day. Um, but 
maybe they might be bold enough to uh, release it again with the same names, which um, I mean, if anybody would do it, it would be Activision. Then we kind of think about it in a deeper, uh, bigger scheme of things that I think it's probably pretty, pretty unanimous that like literally everybody and they mama. Yes, they mama loved Modern Warfare 2. Uh, it's definitely was my favorite modern warfare before I'm still, I'm still, uh, still contested about it, but it's, yeah, it's between modern warfare two and modern warfare 2019. So yeah, they'll probably maybe just say modern warfare Two 2019, like they did modern warfare and rebooted it as well. So. Um, yeah, either way, in terms of some of the, uh, the rumors is that there were uh, massive hirings for critical positions from studios like dice who, uh, obviously have made uh battlefield, um, in terms of, you know, the, the, at least I always associate them with the like in-depth, like destruction engine where, uh, you know, it's, what is it? Um, red faction where they just going a very, uh, deep detail of like destructive environments and stuff. Rockstar, uh, Santa Monica, Naughty Dog and Respawn. So they got the guns, (laughs) the guns are out. Uh, campaign, uh, is inspired by movies like Sicario traffic, no country for old men, all movies I've never seen before. <laughs> so, uh, for those that may have seen those movies, give you a taste, you know, um, assume to have an M rating with blood, gore, intense, violence, strong language, themes, use of drugs. That's a new one in game content purchases, users interact. So the blood and gore, I think that was a bit that wasn't in the, f- in the first modern warfare. So that's not necessarily, I guess, you know, groundbreaking or, you know, new, uh, intense violence. That's again, well, I mean, depends on, I guess on the context, but again, not necessarily anything new, but, uh, the use of drugs, I think that's pretty, pretty substantial, pretty substantial. So, uh, focus on state of the art weapon, realism and dynamics. Hey, I am all in. Uh, sign me up, sign me up, uh, please, please. Um, yeah, man, whoever, whoever did the animations and just, man, they nailed it. They nailed it. They really did. Just the, the feel, the feel of guns and just, just, just the (laughs) visceralness. You just, you felt it and give man, give, give infinity war their flowers, man. They, they, they really deserve it. Um, focus. No, I already said that campaign features an advanced moral system that affects how the character reacts to situations. <laughs> it, it seems, uh, it seems like one of those things that I don't know. It always seems like something that seems very ambitious but then it always ends up falling flat where it's like not necessarily anything 
it, it kind of reminds me of, um, what's the other, uh, damn it. Uh, black ops Two, where they had, uh, the whole branch in system and, in, in, uh, multiple endings. And at least it felt like the decisions and endings weren't necessarily that, that drastic, uh, drastically different from one another, at least from my, uh, maybe I'm possibly misremembering, but it felt like they were not that like, oh man, oh man, I shouldn't have did that. Uh, everything, it felt like everything was kind of still the same. So that's at least, uh, going by past history. I'm, I'm doubtful of considering they, at least that they weren't, that was a different company, not Treyarch versus, uh, Infinity War, but still, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it, I'd be surprised if they make it very interesting or revolutionary. Like, man, this is like going to change the gaming landscape. Like everybody's going to copy it and all that, but, uh, I don't know. Advanced moral system that affects how the character reacts to situations. The potential is there, but at least initially I'm very skeptical to see if that actually comes to fruition. Uh, this was pretty, pretty, uh, interesting, uh, gun jamming mechanics and single player modes. So supposedly, you know, you'll be shooting a gun and then randomly the gun will jam, which I don't think there's technically been a game that actually, <laughs> that actually has ever even tried to implement that. I mean, technically gears of war, but that's it's, 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 um, what's the word consistent where it's, you know, if you don't do, you know, the act of reload in time within the little bar, kind of the risk reward system, then you are punished with your gun jamming, but that's controllable. It's not like random where, you know, one time you reload and you can't, <laughs> your gun jams. That's, that'd be fucked up. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely wise to keep it only to single player. <laughs> oh man. Just the I'm <laughs> it's funny thinking of oh man. Uh sorry the mic. Uh the immense <laughs> the immense sodium levels uh in like competitive matches. <laughs> it's a one V one like fucking five million is on the line and <laughs> Uh, you, <laughs> the one guy sees the other dude. What is it? Probably what optic versus a hundred thieves for the championship. <laughs> and, uh, the, the, what the, the MVP player for, uh, a hundred thieves <laughs> guns jams. And <laughs> oh, it's, oh, it's funny, but it isn't. It's funny, but it's not. Oh man, that'd be fucked up. But man, that would be, that would kind of be entertaining. I'm not going to lie. That would definitely want me to, I will want to watch more than I would otherwise. I'll say that. Um, I could definitely see that being like a timed, timed event mode. That'd be a pretty dope timed event mode where, you know, it's like nothing's on a line. It's just for fun. Like, you know, um, random gun jam mode guys. Uh, that'd be cool. I, I mean, as a limited time event, I'd totally play that, uh, in a multiplayer environment, but that's pretty cool. 
Uh, then his last detail, uh, PT inspired mode to replace special ops. <sighs> what? I don't, what? It's, I'm, I'm very curious what they mean by that. PT inspired. So is it horror? I guess the only thing I could think of is zombies, but scarier, but it's like, it's not even scary to begin with. I don't understand that. So very curious to see what that actually means. Uh, you just walk in a house and <laughs> it's just a walk-in simulator. Well, I guess obviously with the horror elements, but I don't know. I mean, I'm looking forward to it though. Don't get me wrong. Um, interesting stuff overall though. Um, these definitely seem pretty believable. I could see these happening. Uh, just the PT inspired mode is weird to me. That's probably only like, that's a little sus, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm weirdly looking forward to gun jamming for some reason. I could see, uh, you know, the PS five controller where, you know, the adaptive triggers, they go run that shit to the ground gun jams and breaks your finger. I don't know that, 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 that can't happen. You gotta have the, the finger strength of a, of a bull <laughs> bulls don't have fingers, but you know what I mean? You know what I mean? All in all. Hey man. Yeah, I kind of wish I knew these movies, <laughs> movie references, but I've not uh, seen them. Sicario, Traffic, No Country for Old Men. So if you know what those movies are, hmm, good luck. Good luck, Infinity Ward. We'll see how, we'll see how it goes. We'll, we'll see. Moving on. Uh, actually, no, we're not going to move on. I forgot about a, a couple more details that actually came out. Uh, it will supposedly uh, have a new war zone map, which that seems to be the theme now. I guess they took, well, they kind of, uh, they didn't drastically change the map for uh, Cold War. They just kind of reskinned it. It felt like, but I guess with Vanguard, they're gonna, you know, have it be a new map. And then I guess obviously evidently from this, that there'll be a new map with uh modern warfare two. So I guess probably have this cadence of each new game will come along with a new Warzone map, which would be pretty dope. Pretty cool. Um, something, something, something move that's going to compete with battlefield. I mean, considering those supposed, uh, acquisitions from people from those respective companies, that seems to be a safe bet. Uh, third mode, which is described to be as a mix of PVP and PVE, similar to battlefield 2042's upcoming hazard zone, which I'm not too versed on. I would assume maybe it's something like Titan falls attrition mode where it had like a cool mix of PVP as well as PVE where you can like, you know, shoot, <laughs> not shoot non real players to also get points, but not as much as, you know, real people, but 
that that sounds pretty cool if if done right um several years in the making supposedly see players battling against cartel ai with friends as they attempt to complete objective based missions within the same modern warfare 2 warzone map okay I was actually a fan of Modern Warfare 2019's um, Ground War. That was actually pretty fun. So the potential is definitely there. Huh. Well. Cool. And that's it. That is it. Now we're actually moving on. Next topic of discussion. Elden Ring, um, I mean, Elden Ring, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> you go in the club, <laughs> you go in the club, you just say Elden Ring, just all the women, all the women's panties just drop. Oh my God, oh my God, did he say Elden Ring? Did he say Elden Ring? <sighs> oh, that'd be kind of funny. I mean, I probably only gamers would get that, but it'll still be funny either way. Anyway, <laughs> I'll do oh, stupid. Um, yeah. So Elden Ring, um, a new, uh, pretty damn extensive gameplay preview, uh, premiered today or technically yesterday, I guess I'm going to refer to today cause it's still today. All right. Um, as in, well, you know what I mean? Uh, it was like what? 18, 19 minutes. Um, and boy, so much, so much stuff to, to just pick from that. Ugh, it's like, where do I even start? I'm just mentally, I'm enamored by what I saw. Um, I'm gonna try to re recap, refer to uh, memory-wise what uh, what I did see, but uh, starting off, um, <laughs> it's kind of funny, uh, man. You can definitely tell uh, it's a Souls game or from software game, that's for sure, because it seems like they barely deviate from uh, you know, the animations seem pretty much the same. Um, which is not necessarily bad. Um, I mean, especially for people who are fans of dark souls and the souls born series. Um, but <laughs> it's funny what, after like, this is like the sixth game. It's like, yeah, this is, this is a from soft game. This is definitely a from software game. Um, <laughs> that's, I don't know why it's so funny to me. Um, it does look beautiful though. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I, I guess that's another factor too. Like it, it seems very just straight up open world, which is like mentally for me, it's hard to fathom. Cause I always just, uh, just have this, I don't know, this preconceived notion in my head for from software games are always being like a confined linear experience. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's open world, man. It is open. It is literally dark souls, but open world, which is 
pretty dope. There were uh stealth. You can use stealth. That is, that is it, a from software game that uses. Well, I guess technically did a uh, Sekiro have stealth kind of. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah, Sekiro did have a uh, stealth segments and elements. So I can't even say that, but I mean, I guess that's probably where they got a lot of their maybe uh experience from in in terms of that. So that's cool. Uh, you can of course still summon uh, teammates. There's uh still um, invasions, invading, and PvP elements like uh, previous games. Um, it feels like man, this map is like huge. And, you know, especially considering how from software's games have like a very, a lot of depth within, um, a pretty, a pretty, uh, I don't know, finite, uh, area, which I think, you know, considering like, you know, their, their attention to detail and stuff, who it is, uh, it's looking great, man. It's looking, it's looking spectacular. It really is. Um, it seems like, uh, yeah, man, they also at least, uh, revealed that, uh, well, I mean, we did kind of know about it a little bit, but horseback. So it's, it seems pretty cool. Makes sense. Uh, you can like, I guess, summon your horse anywhere, um, within reason I'm, I'm assuming, um, there are, that was one concern I had is that like, you know, having a horse, like how does it kind of work? But you can literally teleport it in when you're done, it just disappears, which I think is probably the best solution. Uh, and you can have combat on the horseback. So you can fight while you're on the horse, which is uh, interesting. Um, yeah, I think we never necessarily saw, saw in the previous trailers that you can actually fight while on horseback. Um, what else? It was something else that was pretty dope. Oh yeah. Launch pads. So, I mean, considering like the very varying degrees of terrain in the game in terms of navigating with a horse, there are launch pads that'll, um, you know, you can, uh, ride towards and it'll pop you up instead of, you know, uh, that, that is one annoying thing about open world games. At least I remember, especially like what red dead redemption Two. Uh, Metal Gear Solid five, not necessarily that much. There are other avenues to, to navigate from like, a um, from that standpoint, but I do like, yeah, that's definitely a really good solution to kind of not break the pace for a game like this. Uh, there's dungeons that you can like, you know, fully explore and find stuff. Uh, they have, you know, their equivalent of bonfires now. Uh, what are people that are, uh, I forgot the term for hollowed in this. Now this, this new series was it, I think not, I want to say written, but I think that's back for blood. What was it? Not desecrated. I don't, I want to say desecrated so bad, but I know that's not it. Uh, riddled or something. I think it was something with an R, but either way it was like, Oh, that doesn't sound bad. It doesn't sound like, <laughs> you know, some, some, uh, some, uh, different titles sound like, yeah, we're just not trying to copyright or we can't say, uh, you know, our original IPs, you know, reference. So we'll say this, um, 
the taken um <laughs> the taken uh, i mean it's not yeah it's not one i can't really think of as necessarily horrible but um yeah so apparently there are boss battles you can like I guess just come across, you know, uh, navigating the, uh, open world map. Um, of course <laughs> it wouldn't be a souls game. Uh, if it wasn't like some straight up bullshit moments and traps and shit, where it seems like from the gameplay they show, there's plenty of that, you know, uh, have fucking bitches hiding behind the damn, damn walls waiting to stab you in the back what was it? Uh, cheap ass attacks from bosses. Uh, they definitely, there was plenty of that. Um, but again, at, at least what, what at least keeps me playing with the series, they do seem fair. It's like, well, <laughs> well, you weren't paying attention to your surroundings. So that's what you get. <laughs> that's what you get. Now you're dead. Now you lost. I, I guess I don't know. I don't think they, I'm assuming there's going to be like a, it's a souls game. There's definitely going to be like currency and stuff and, and all that to manage and all that. So, um, yeah, it's a straight up souls game. And uh, of course, you know, they showed a, a interesting element of, you know, kind of the, um, let the, let the world speak for itself, uh, lore kind of build itself rather than, you know, give you explicit cutscene thing where they, it was this one character is a jar dude, like, oh, somebody, please help me. Please help me. Uh, please whip my ass with this, with a club to get me out. Oh, thank you. You almost killed me, though. I uh, appreciate it. You know, <laughs> that's, yeah. So it's literally Dark Souls, but, but, but open world, which is crazy, man. That's crazy to kind of fathom. Just, you know, what, what you know of Dark Souls, Souls series, but like, straight up open world, man. I'm, I'm here for it. Oh, feel like this game is going to be, be a good, if you want to explore everything, I feel like it's going to be a good, a good 70 hours. I kind of want it though. I kind of want that to be honest. Uh, I'd be surprised if otherwise, it, I mean, specifically if you, if you explore everything, I would assume probably otherwise it'll probably be the same length as a traditional souls game, maybe a little bit longer. Um, yeah, man. Looking good. All I'm gonna say, I can't wait for that beta, that network test, whatever it is, give it to me from software. I know you listening, please. I beg of you. If you, um, you know, I don't, <laughs> I'm trying to plead and I can't even, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll love you. I love you more than I already do from software. All right. I like, I love you, but I don't know if I love you like, uh, un fuck. I, I don't know if I love you like, you know, uh, relentlessly, you know, it it's, it's like, mm, it's just, I'm, I'm like right at the edge where it's like, it's, 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 uh, you know, relentless, but it's just, it's just something that's missing to get me to that relentless love and that it would be, you know, 
Linus network test, whatever it is, beta, whatever you want to call it. I just want to touch it. <laughs> I just want to touch it from software. Please, please let me touch it. <sighs> let me stop. Let me stop. Overall. Hey, it's a souls game for, you know, take that for what you will take it or leave it. I mean, with what's his name? Who freaking, um, who's the dude that wrote the game of Thrones book? <laughs> I want to say RR Tolkien, but I think that's fucking goosebumps. Oh my God. George R. Martin, right? I think it's George R. Martin. Let me just confirm my suspicion. Yeah. George RR R. Martin, man. Oh, oh, I'm so ready. I'm so ready. February something, February, uh, 2022. You need to be here now. Just saying, just saying, moving on. Um, Sakurai, you know, him. I know, you know, him. I know, you know, him. don't be, don't be playing with me. I know, you know, him. you know, I know, him, but I know, you know, uh, so, uh, in an interview, uh, with Masahiro Sakurai, um, there were some interesting details, uh, regarding the future of smash that, uh, seems very, just some interesting topics to kind of, you know, think on if anything. Uh, at least a couple highlights specifically. Um, uh, in regards to Smash, uh, I am not thinking of a sequel. I am not thinking of it every time. However, I can't say with certainty that this would be the end of Smash. So, at least for those that are, you know, thinking this is the final bout, uh, hold your horses there, buddy. Hold on. Hey, this ride, this ride may not stop yet. Just you wait. Um, I need to think whether I must release a smash game or not. Even if I have to do something that would disappoint users. Interesting. That's kind of messed up though. You know, I mean, <laughs> let that man rest. Let that man rest for once. <laughs> Oh man, it's funny when you see like the, you know, each, you know, new smash direct or whatever, uh, <laughs> it felt like it was always a joke. <laughs> like, uh, maybe I can sleep now. Uh, one of these days I'll have my rest. Hopefully I can rest now. <laughs> it's like, come on, Sakurai, please don't make us feel guilty about wanting to, you know, enjoy the, the, the spectacle that is smash. Uh, I currently don't see a path where smash can be produced without myself. That's pretty interesting. At least I think, uh, include myself. I think suspected that Sakurai would Sakurai would, um, pass the torch to somebody. Um, if there were to be an, a, a new, another smash that, you know, he is probably tired and, <laughs> it's clear it's blatant that he's tired and he will want to do something else. Um, so that's pretty crazy that, you know, 
he doesn't trust anybody. Yeah, at least that's what tell that that's what tell what what I get from that is that he um he doesn't trust anybody <laughs> with Smash than himself, which I mean it's fair. It's like, hey, if you want a job done right, do it yourself. Uh honestly, we did actually try leaving it to someone else, but it didn't go well. <laughs> that's well, I guess that was that's my answer too. Well, yeah, damn. So he I guess they did try actually put passing the torch and oh no, I don't like this at all. Wow, that's I'd like to definitely hear more about that. Like well, I know I know he wouldn't like he wouldn't kiss and tell. Um I don't take take Sakurai's the type to, to kiss and tell, but that would be uh that's interesting. <laughs> Who? Yeah, I feel like behind closed doors, Sakurai definitely is a a demanding guy in terms of you know, hey, I want the absolute best. If you can't, if you can't, if you're not up to up to snuff, I gotta cut you. I gotta cut you right now. <laughs> if the series were to continue, I have to talk to Nintendo. I have I have to talk with Nintendo and have a debate on whether it will succeed or not. I must think about this topic seriously. Hmm. So Huh. Well, I mean, I is is you 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 got you can only respect him for that. I mean, clearly he's proven that he is definitely the man, the man the man with <laughs> the man that can smash. Let's let's just keep it at that. He uh definitely has proven that. That uh yeah, it's hard to really fathom anybody taking a mantle. What a diff what a new smash under somebody else would be. It's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, but I think it's it's inevitable though. At some point it's going to be another smash unless I mean, if I were them, I would definitely milk smash ultimate till to oblivion. Just milk, just milk it dry. Just milk it so much. Milk it. Mm. Just, just keep milking it. Milk it so hard. Just, just keep milking it. Sakurai, just milk it up. Just, just give, give, give me all the milk. Sakurai, just, just give um, interesting stuff though. This is, this was like a Japanese interview that was translated on uh, Twitter by push Dustin. Um, so interesting stuff. Very insightful to see kind of, uh, his ankle after technically everything's been said and done now that smash technically smash ultimate, uh, technically is <laughs> quote unquote done. I, 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 I say that because I, 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 it's hard to fathom that smash ultimate at least is done. I feel like this is like, this feels like a once in like a, 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 a century thing that, uh, I feel like just keep it going, man. Just keep adding, just keep, keep, keep these passes going. That's, that's money. That's money. Just keep, keep them coming. That's all, that's all I'm saying. 
I guess you would get to a point where it's like, damn, who, if we were to make another game, we're kind of fucked. But it's like, it feels like this would be the only game, uh, considering Masahiro Sakurai anyway. But I digress. I digress. Moving on. Um, you know, uh, Shimu two, right? <laughs> um, I don't know why that's random. I guess Shimu two, I think premiered at least in the U S for, uh, the original Xbox, you know, when dreamcast was, uh, couldn't stand on its own and, uh, was, uh, was not looking so good. I hate to say it, but I mean, it is true. So, um, I don't, <laughs> at least I refer to that because, uh, uh, Sega and Microsoft are, uh, exploring, uh, <laughs> strategic alliance to create, uh, new strategic titles <laughs> for Sega and establish a next generation development environment. That is wordy as un- it feels unnecessarily wordy as fuck, but at least from what I, uh, gather from further details. This basically means that, uh, I think specifically towards the cloud services that, uh, Microsoft has with, you know, Azure and all that stuff that this will make, um, development for, um, Sega's future games, uh, much easier. And, you know, overall a pretty great partnership between the two and dare I say, maybe potentially down the road, um, you know, maybe things might, <laughs> I forgot what movie is from, uh, maybe I want to say super bad, but I'm probably wrong. It's like, huh, I guess you could say, um, things are getting serious. <laughs> the, they're at phase one right now, but then, uh, at some point Sega, Sega and, um, uh, Microsoft, Hey, I'm just saying, Hey, uh, I guess you got <laughs> It's so dumb. I guess you can, uh, I guess you can say things are getting, um, serious. <laughs> uh, just the confidence, the confidence kills me, but, um, at least, to kind of, yeah, that's really it. Um, at least I'll read this blurb. Sega Corporation here and after referred to as Sega and Microsoft Corporation uh, referred as Microsoft have agreed in principle and a strategic alliance that explores ways for Sega to produce uh, large scale global games in a next generation development environment built on Microsoft as Microsoft's Azure cloud platform. The alliance would form a key part of Sega's mid to long term strategy allowing the business to move forward with super game. <laughs> That's weird. Super game, uh, a new initiative for developing new and innovative titles where the key focuses are global online community and IP utilization. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it this, this just seems very word wordy and convoluted, but at least reading between the lines, it seems like, to some extent, uh, Sega's future games will utilize Microsoft's Azure cloud, um, 
you know, exclusively, presumably. Um, I, I'm at least what I'm thinking is kind of similar to crackdown three, where at least that was the big thing, at least in the initial, like, uh, marketing push for that game where like this game will use, uh, Microsoft's Azure, uh, or cloud services to, uh, I think generate like the game backgrounds or I think specifically the destructive environments. So apparently that's the thing. Um, would be weird in, in, in terms of like, I don't know, people with like limited data caps and stuff. That seems like that could be problematic. I mean, of course it just would be an option for people to turn off, but still weird nonetheless, you know? Anyway, interesting stuff. I'd say if I do say so myself. Um, with that being said, that concludes all the news. Oh, wait a minute. Does it actually wait a minute? I forgot one, uh, one detail. Let me make that live <laughs> edit right now. Just can't keep track of my, uh, my documentation clearly. So at least, uh, forgot about this, um, topic, but, uh, Overwatch and Diablo, uh, apparently are going to be delayed. Uh, I think, well, did they give a date? Well, I guess just indefinitely then they delayed or something like that. Um, but yeah, uh, Overwatch two and Diablo four, uh, have been delayed. Um, I don't, I'm not sure when I guess. Yeah. At least to read this statement as we have worked with new leadership in blizzard and within the franchises themselves, particularly in certain key creative roles, it has become apparent that some of blizzard's content planned for next year will benefit from more development time to reach its full potential. While we're still planning to deliver a substantial amount of content from blizzard next year, uh, we are now planning for a later lunch launch for Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 than originally envisaged. Is that a word? Envisaged? That's a word, apparently. Uh, they These are two of the most eagerly anticipated titles in the country. And our teams have made great strides towards completion in recent quarters. But we believe giving the team some extra time to complete production and continue growing their creative resources to support the titles after launch will ensure that these releases delight and engage their communities for many years into the future. These decisions will push out the financial uplift that we had expected to see next year, but we are confident that this is the right course of action for our people, our players, and the long-term success of our franchises. I don't know why I got dramatic, but um, yeah. So I think, um, sure. I mean, I mean, considering the whole rockiness that is still, you know, a thing with Activision Blizzard anyway. 
Uh, this seems kind of inevitable. I think it was a lot of people, at least uh, for Overwatch specifically, that uh, were leaving, you know, d- due to obvious reasons, I would assume. Um, so it makes sense. Um, Take your time, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I've, as somebody who doesn't play Overwatch that much, or at least I used to not, not play it uh, at least as much currently. Um, it's fine. I, I feel like, I think Diablo four felt like it's still like really in the, in the pipeline anyway, but, um, I don't even think it was going to come out either this year or next year, but, um, I could still see overwatch to drop in a beta maybe next year at the, at the most, but, um, not a big deal. Um, you know, I think on top of that, they did announce that, uh, BlizzCon is not going to be happening this year as well, which <laughs> I would assume for obvious reasons, considering, uh, just, just, just shambles that, uh, their company seems to be in right now, uh, with everything being said. Um, so yeah, I mean, <laughs> Uh, they honestly should considering all the fire they're under deservedly. So, so good riddance, good riddance, you know, moving on. Well, now that concludes all the news for this week. Um, so let's get into what I've been playing, which, uh, has been, uh, still playing, um, the dark pictures anthology, <laughs> dark pictures, and Dalagy. um, <laughs> the dark pictures anthology, uh, house of ashes. Uh, so I, uh, this is, this has been a pretty substantial one in a while that, uh, uh, actually, uh, the first game since, uh, until dawn, I actually like literally was jumping around and trying to, you know, uh, grab some trophies and, uh, ultimately played through the game again, a second time, which yeah, just is unusual for me for a game like this. Um, but I, I did really enjoy it. Uh, so at least the ending I got wasn't the best technically, even though at least on paper, it seems like it would be, but uh, I, I attempted to get the best ending, which I technically didn't, but, um, um, I, I just wanted to just straight up do it out of pure curiosity. Um, in, in regards to like, huh, I wonder if I do this, will this happen without looking anything up? I was like, let me, I'm just curious if, uh, my curiosity will pay off, which it did not. It was, it was, I don't want to spoil any decisions or stuff that needs to be made. But essentially there's just a lot of, uh, variables that come into play, uh, for the certain decisions in the game. You know, of course the whole butterfly effect thing that uh, certain things affect others and all that. But, um, I thought I had a good idea that, uh, what I needed to do would, uh, ultimately give me the best ending, uh, basically for a character. I was very curious to see, that was uh referenced a lot it, throughout the game. 
I was like, uh, I wonder if we get a payoff of seeing this person in the, uh, in the ending, which you don't, which I think that also killed it for me after I beat it a second time. And then I ultimately just looked up YouTube just to see some of the choices. I saw a death montage of everybody getting killed, which, uh, I think that's probably going to be a, a thing now with every, uh, dark pictures, super massive game where I'll, uh, <laughs> out of curiosity to see everybody just how they get killed. How many different ways can they be killed? Um, after I, you know, have beaten it. So it still makes me, I guess that also takes me back though, to, I think I brought this up before uh last episode about, I wish there was a way to just skip to decisions after you at least beat the game once or twice. Uh, I say, yeah, even twice I, I, I would literally play this game twice. If after I beat it twice, I could then unlock the option to skip to decisions and see what other decisions I can make and branch out from those decisions or do some cool, like, you know, similar to mass effect where, you know, if you didn't play the first mass effect and just want to jump right into two, you have a truncated decision maker. Like, uh, this happened in mass effect one. Uh, do you want to save this person or this person? And then, you know, it will say, okay, the game, uh, at least you are registered as if you did this in mass effect one, you, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, go, uh, straight after that, which, uh, I think, um, I hope they, they do at some point. I, 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 uh, highly doubt they'll put this in, um, the devil in within me, I think, which is the next, uh, dark pictures game that that's coming out. But, um, hopefully for season two, they do something like that. Cause that's, um, it's pretty fun, but I mean, it's annoying. I have to trudge through the same cutscene for, you know, at least hypothetically the third time to even like get to certain points. So yeah, all in all, man, pretty good, man. Pretty good. I didn't get all the achievements or trophies I wanted, but I was like, you know what? I'm pretty content now. And then, yeah, I just like, let me see, uh, just some of the, uh, decisions and how they play out. But, uh, yeah, pretty, pretty dope. Second best to until dawn for sure. Right, right behind it. I, I definitely still feel that way. Uh, also played, of course, some more of that Resident Evil four VR. Um, actually get out of there. <laughs> that's, that's sorry. That's, uh, didn't mean to start y'all. That's my, um, <laughs> Liana's Kennedy impression. Ashley, what are you doing? Ashley, wait, ain't a wait. Ain't a, ain't a wait. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm, uh, still working on my acting career. Uh, I'll get it up. <laughs> I'll get up and off the ground at some point. Um, yeah, man, I am on the, I'm at the village or not the village, the, um, Island or, uh, technically, I guess the last act of the game. Um, and man, it's just, I'm, I'm, I, I, I said it before. I'll say it again. Resident Evil four is the killer app for VR. And I guess at least definitely specifically currently right now, uh, the Oculus quest Two for sure. Uh, 
if you are a fan of Resident Evil 4 and uh, maybe you're curious about VR, um, I do recommend you try this out if you have the means to, because my goodness, it's so good. It's so good. As it's well as my first like legit AAA VR experience. Very impressed, man. Still, uh, <laughs> I freaking learned the other day that uh, with the shotgun, um, you know, you can do a wield two handed weapons as well. Uh, where, you know, I had a freaking shotgun as well as my pistol. I share it on Twitter where, um, uh, at a switch where basically <laughs> it is so fucking cool to me that literally you can do a wield weapon and you can literally do some straight up John Woo shit, man. And like fucking t- toss your handgun in the air, use your hand, to, uh, pump the shotgun to get another, uh, shotgun shot ready catch the handgun shoot motherfucker and then toss it again reload your shotgun and shoot oh my god that's just to me that is so fucking cool man oh man it's it's so good it's so good as somebody who's like um new to this vr game uh man i am so impressed so impressed and enamored by a vr i really am as somebody, especially as somebody who was initially pretty skeptical about it. Like at least when I play with some friends and, uh, get exposure that way, I was like, yeah, it's, it's cool. I don't know if I just, I like just go out of my way to get it. I don't know. Maybe it was like a, if it was like a sale or something. I might dump it and jump into it. But, uh, <laughs> I was like, uh, we got Resident Evil four. Ah, uh, well, okay. I guess I have to play it now. <laughs> And yeah, man, it's so good. It's literally like playing the game all over again. I, I occasionally would get like, uh, just a straight up Mr. Grinch grin on my face. I'm just, I'm just smiling ear to ear playing it. Uh, at times I'm like, just, just marveling at the fact like, man, like VR, it works and it's cool. It's like so awesome. So. Uh, just the creativity you can, you know, you have more flexibility to, to do stuff and it works. I guess that's the thing too. I'm just amazed by it. it just works. It feels like there just would be some room for it not working at all and just nothing, not gelling. It just was, you know, probably one of the biggest, maybe, uh, you know, um, demoters of, of VR of it would be this game, but no, it is like good. It's literally, they literally transferred the traditional Resident Evil 4 experience to VR flawlessly. It is crazy to me. Um, <laughs> one interesting detail uh, with the, with the rocket launcher I encountered uh, normally when I'm, I'm just playing the game, like I would any other time I'd annually play this game. And, uh, normally I save the rocket to, uh, for Salazar. Uh, sometimes if I'm feeling a little, little, little scared, I'll, uh, use it on a uh, left hand, but, uh, at least in this case, I saved the rocket launcher for him. At least I was trying to shoot it, but it wouldn't let me shoot it. So at least after the fact, I was like, you know what? I'll just, I'll just kill him normally. And I did. 
And then uh, at least after doing some research, I thought it was like just a bug or a glitch or something. But apparently the 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 trigger is on the left hand side uh, where you have to dual wield it and then hit the trigger uh, that way instead of your you know right hand, which is totally weird. But because I was like, it's not going off and I'm about to get hit. I'm like, oh, well, fuck it. I'm just going to something must be wrong with it. And then I just eventually sold it and uh, which is fine. I just want to explore this game and uh, yeah, I just, I just love this game so much. I just, VR is so great. I am, I am a believer of VR now. I was like so on the fence about it, but now it's like, oh, it's, it's so good. It really is. Um, if you don't have VR and you very curious about VR and you are a fan of Resident Evil 4, and maybe dabbling in other PC games. Maybe if you have a PC as well and you're interested in VR, best value is definitely Oculus Quest 2 for sure, man. Whew. So good. So good. It really is. I'm still Marv. I'm st- let this be an indication of my my real world experience with VR. So yeah, man. Yeah. Um, that pretty much is it gaming wise, uh, at least for that. So, um, let's get into what I've been watching, which has only been, of course, recently today, uh, just got off, uh, uh, from seeing it back from seeing it, uh, Marvel's Eternals. Um, I, as a, as a pretty big Marvel fan, at least of the MCU, I've not necessarily, I've dabbled, of course, in, you know, some of them, uh, like video games and cartoons and stuff back in the day, but have, (laughs) I have no idea who, who the Eternals are, uh, were before this, uh, you know, outside of course, doing research in terms of YouTube channels that like, you know, Hey, uh, were you confused as fuck by that after credits cutscene? Hey, this is what, who this person is, which yes, that is definitely a thing. So, but, um, yeah, at least as somebody who, who's not familiar with the Eternals, uh, I really did enjoy this movie. I thought it was pretty good. Um, had a lot of funny moments. What's his name? Uh, Khalil Mujani, I believe. I'm sorry if I butchered it, but he actually is pretty funny, uh, consistently throughout the movie. Uh, another character is pretty funny that, uh, is kind of like his support in, um, what is it? Uh, kind of like his, uh, assistant Butler kind of thing. Um, <laughs> he was killing it. Uh, I did, I wasn't expecting this, this movie to be as funny as it was, but it was, it was very funny and delightful. Uh, one interesting thing actually that, uh, was now I I didn't get a chance to research it yet, but I'm very curious. Uh, what's the rating for this? Cause, um, it was, uh, it's PG 13. Huh? It was some, uh, questionable stuff for PG 13. Um, not nothing I'm going to spoil, but I, it was just questionable. Like, I guess mainly, um, 
excuse me, mainly violence. It felt like it was like, I guess because the creatures technically weren't organic, but they kind of were you. I don't know. It's just something by how it was shot. It felt like very graphic. Uh, I don't know either graphic visceral, whatever, but, um, yeah, I don't know how to describe it. It it just felt like, man, this feels like an M this feel like an R rated movie or something. Um, but, uh, apparently, uh, it's not PG 13. Hey, I mean, if you 13 boy, (laughs) um, yeah, yeah. Um, there was, there was a, a very awkward moment that will, uh, I'll say, yeah, just awkward specifically for, um, <sighs> yeah, that's what kind of like led made me suspicious because, uh, I mean this, I don't think this is necessarily a spoiler, but there is. Uh, uh, a sex scene in the game. I mean, the movie, and uh, it's just weird. I think is this the first? This might be the first time, without counting Deadpool, that there is a sex movie. I mean, <laughs> sex movie, a sex scene in a Marvel film or like a legit Marvel film, not Fox Fox's Marvel. I guess if that makes sense. Um, which is, I don't know. I, I guess it threw me off. I was like, cause it was a scene where basically, you know, two uh, of the obvious people were kissing and then, and then it was like, <laughs> I was like, Oh, okay. They're just, they're just done kissing. That's cool. And then, Oh, wh- what are you doing? Um, all right. Okay. Let's just, <laughs> let's just make everybody in the theater feel real awkward. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I just can't think of a movie that literally does sex scenes. Well, I don't know. It it just is always going to feel awkward with other people. I think, I don't know, man. Uh, personally, I'm just, I always felt that way about sex, sex scenes in movies. It's like you don't have to, you don't have to show them doing it. We could get, you could just show up, you know, them in the bed naked under the sheets or something. Oh man. Oh, you, Ooh, you did me so good, babe. Mm, oh my God. Oh, uh, that's it. That's okay. We get it. it not, <laughs> I mean, there were, it was in some, it was pushing it. I'll say that it was pushing that PG 13 rating to the, to the max, uh, in my opinion. Um, especially as somebody who's, you know, of course used to R rated, you know, mature stuff, but I was like, damn, this, 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 is this, is this rated R? I literally thought that during like, you know, certain segments in the movie, but man, they are riding that fucking PG 13 rating. Let me tell you, but either way, um, outside of that, um, yeah, I, 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 overall, I really enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. Um, it definitely has some very questionable stuff. I would definitely say that, but, uh, I think as a whole, I definitely did enjoy it though. I thought it was pretty good. Definitely better than black widow for sure. Um, but yeah, trying to think if there's anything notable outside of that. No, that's really it. Yeah. Just, it is pushing that BG 13 rating. Let me tell you, if you got some kids, 
I don't know, that don't know any better. Uh, I guess, I mean, there's been worse. It's probably, it probably seemed worse now to think about it. You know what I mean? It's just, <laughs> that sex scene though. I don't, can you have a sex scene in a PG 13 movie? I don't, I mean, they were like, you get definitely get the idea. It's like they was humping, you know, it was just humping. Uh, uh, yeah. It's like, all right. I guess what is, what is this? What, what is this? What is this? What does this give us? <laughs> you can just feel the wave of awkwardness all across the theater. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. It, it was super awkward. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, sex scenes are always awkward, man. With an, you know, if you're watching it with somebody else, but oh, <laughs> now the more I'm thinking about it is. <laughs> It was man, I ain't gonna lie. It was it was it was borderline, you know. I was like <laughs> this Grey's Anatomy? No, not Grey's fuck, I fucked up. It was uh this fifty shades of gray <laughs> You watching this segment. Of course it's always the parents. When you watch it something, the parents are always coming in. <laughs> what are you watching? You watching that uh is this that new fifty shades of gray, huh? <laughs> That that step dead you <laughs> watching that fifty sage of gray? <laughs> Let me stop. <sighs> oh man, it's that shit was fucking awkward, I'm not gonna lie. Um cool, just you you felt it. You felt the just ox sauce everywhere. Um but I digress. Overall, I'm 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 just hyper focusing on that. It just was very notable, but, uh, as a whole, I definitely thought it was a really good movie. Very solid, good Marvel movie in my opinion. So, um, would I put it in my top 10? No, but, um, it's definitely up there. I definitely will put it ahead of a fair amount of, um, Marvel, Marvel movies. So take that for what you will. Um, yeah, with that being said, um, that concludes, uh, episode 128 switches sites. Uh, if you did like this podcast, feel free to like, rate, subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms. Uh, you can catch this record live ideally on uh Thursday evenings on Twitch TV slash a switch. Uh, you can catch archives of this podcast on youtube.com slash a switch. You can also follow me on Twitter at uh, a switch. Always forget to try to pimp that out. But uh, if you want to see me, um, Hey, don't look at my likes. <laughs> don't look at my likes. I'm just stop it. Just stop it. You don't need to. You don't need to <laughs> until next time. Y'all get your game on. Oh yeah. Nobody's safe.